Well, holy moly, did somebody call a doctor? Welcome back to another market open live stream. And folks, looks like uh, the sell-off is broadening a little bit. And the reason for that uh, is uh, multi, multi-fold. Uh, we have uh, not only uh, Omicron fears. These are uh, quite large and quite severe. Oh, that rhymed. Uh, and uh, we have uh, some, uh, some, a little bit of a rug pull on a little bit of stimulus. Just a, just a small bit of $2 trillion. Just a little bit of rug pull on $2 trillion. Who needs another $2 trillion? Uh, keep in mind, folks, this, the Build Back Better plan, uh, like it or not, it was a big amount of stimulus. Uh, I mean, it was basically, uh, if a, I like to say, an average of about three stimulus checks per child uh, for, for, you know, for a year. So uh, think about it this way. If you had, uh, if, if uh, let's say you had three children and uh, you went into 2022 and you were expecting the Build Back Better plan to pass, you uh, could potentially be getting somewhere between six to $9,000. For, well, for three children, you could potentially, under 18, you could be getting somewhere anywhere between, honestly, uh, it'd be nine to somewhere around just under $11,000, depending on the ages of the children, right? Uh, $3,600 for children under six, $3,000 for children under uh, 18. And uh, that's a lot of money. Because, you know, when you compare that to the $1,200 stimulus check, uh, $3,000 is almost three times that. You compare it to the $600 stimulus check, and it's like five times as much money, right? Uh, and, and you're talking about per child. So these are these are some big amounts of money that uh, the, the Build Back Better plan was originally expected to extend this for five years, the child tax credit. Now is just uh, was expected to extend it for one year, at least. That's the House version that was passed. Now we're not expecting to see that at all. Uh, uh, well, unless they figure something else out next year, but uh, that's a lot. That's a that's quite a big uh, bit of potential consumer rug pulling on the stimulus front. Uh, also, to the point of the child tax credit was costing somewhere around fourteen to fifteen billion dollars per month. Unemployment uh, at at its peak was paying well, maybe not at its peak, but but close to. Uh, in the summer of uh, of this year was costing somewhere around four to uh, three to four billion dollars. Uh, so you compare three to four billion dollars for unemployment, which everybody was always talking about of how stimulative it is and, and how it's encouraging people not to work and this, that or whatever. I mean, the child tax credit was like three times as stimulative, four times as stimulative as the uh, the child tax uh, or the as, as unemployment, which is crazy. So uh, that that being just yoinked, just that alone is is a huge set of stimulus that uh, that's gone. Uh, so definitely something to uh, to keep in mind that uh, yeah, big 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 stimulus removed. Uh, I think comparing it to unemployment is is really quite helpful. Uh, otherwise, it gets a little difficult to to really put into perspective how big the stimulus really was. And it's always good to be able to know how big something really is. And sometimes you just have to compare it in size to something else. And then you're like, oh, yeah, that is that is as big as I thought it was. Anyway. All right. So uh, here is our uh, good morning. It is the Dow futures down 1.14 percent. S&P futures down 1.23 percent. Uh, NASDAQ technology is down 1.35%. Uh, 
we jump on over to bonds, take a look at it. The 10-year falls under 1.4, really signaling that the market, again, not really thinking inflation is going to be such a long-run issue. Uh, Two-year yields also falling. Uh, makes sense because when you remove potential stimulative measures from the economy, you would expect some form of a, a drawback in the amount of inflation expectations that we actually have. So not horrible surprise uh, at all that uh, that we're seeing bond yields fall along with the market right now. It is uh, quite a bit of a of a flip though uh, for just individual stocks here. Let's jump on over to individual stocks. Really, the only thing that seems to be up right now in the pre market data that we do have is uh, Zoom and Teladoc, <laughs> which. Uh, uh is pretty incredible zoom and teledoc uh obviously your classic classic stay at home kind of place uh your classic okay it's time to flee to covid safety where do we go oh yes zoom and teledoc of course uh this is um pretty darn typical it's also uh something that uh, i i think um echoes that a lot of the pain that we're feeling right now is actually Omicron driven uh, beyond just the stimulative uh, nature uh, of, of the Build Back Better plan not passing. And that's why yesterday I spoke more heavily about Omicron uh, because Omicron is something that is going to create uh, substantial fears of, uh, and I think more so fears than necessarily uh, reality, at least I hope so. And uh, that's what I was trying to exemplify yesterday. Of course, everybody, who, it seems like these days, here's Omicron. They're like, oh, it's just FUD. It's just FUD. Yeah, that's fine. You call it FUD when you look at your portfolio and you're like, oh, crap. Why is my portfolio going down? <laughs> uh, well, <laughs> markets uh, like to think of worst case scenarios. And uh, unfortunately, when markets think of worst case scenarios, they, they tend to sell. And that's what we have going on with Omicron. We think that Omicron could be uh, something of, in the neighborhood of a you know, half to 1% uh, remover of, of global GDP next year, or uh, at least beginning the uh, first half of next year. Uh, hopefully, we really just stay on the recovery path. But uh, there, there are a lot of expectations that uh, travel will be severely constrained and restrained by governments. And uh, we, we might see some some form of um, restrictions again that uh, that that unfortunately end up hurting the travel sector and uh, the hotel or restaurant sector and so on. So uh, these are going to be things that that sadly we have to, oh, there we go, a little weird update there, uh, that we have to deal with. So um, this is interesting. Moderna just popped up 7.8% and sort of uh, Pfizer's up 1.4%, probably because you, you, you're you probably going to be getting uh a, like a booster shot for this uh this never-ending covid thing every six months uh if you even want to take it of course but uh, i i would not be surprised at all that that's kind of the future we end up going in uh anyway some bad news for solar coming out of not only china but also out of the build back better plan uh, uh build back better plan is uh is is definitely something to uh, consider in terms of ev tax credits and solar and uh, so th therefore, you've got Sunrun now down almost 10%, uh, 
of course, crypto is falling as well as we get a little bit of a, of a risk sell-off. Yeah. Let's see here. Plug Power, Embraer back under 14. Sun Power down 6.5. Next Door down 6. Solar Edge 5.4. Canoes down 5. Enphase 4.55. Back to 180. We had an opportunity to buy this. Gosh, uh, what was it? It was Friday morning. Remember Friday morning, we had such a deep red morning and uh, everybody was freaking out. And uh, all of a sudden you get this, uh, you, you get this rocketing of pricing uh, that happened later in the day. And uh, it was really, really quite incredible. Uh, but anyway, uh, so um, let's see here. Then we've got, oh, so we've got uh, someone here who says, I'm in the solar industry. I sell it. Was hoping the Build Back Better plan passed to keep working. Uh, yikes. Yeah, yikes, yikes. So uh, that's unfortunate. Somebody says sound broken. Is uh, I, I didn't change anything. <laughs> well, hopefully, uh, uh, hopefully that fixed whatever the problem was. But anyway, so let's see here. <laughs> Affirm, $95. Bargain. Uh, charge point. Not a surprise seeing uh, charge point drop about 3.6 here. Rivian down about three and a half, uh, down to about nine and a half. Uh, uh, what is this? 94 here. And, um, you know, the, the thesis was correct that if you wanted to hedge yourself going into this kind of market pain from a month ago, the stocks to short were uh, Rivian and Lucid. Uh, if you wanted to stock individual, uh, short individual stocks, of course. Uh, of course, I mean, you could short a lot of different things. But anyway, uh, you've got Tesla sitting about 9.15 or so. Not as bad as the depth of what we had at the beginning of uh, market open uh, or pre-market open. Look at the pre-market open over here down to 9.03 on Tesla. Really shows that the pain is, is uh, was something that really began uh, with, uh, with pre-market open here but uh, has, has really started getting limited as uh, we get closer to open. So hopefully we get a little bit of a run in, uh, during the beginning of the day. Uh, no guarantees, of course, but we'll see. Let's see here. All right, let's grab a little bit of the news. Let's see what we got going on over here. Ooh, Moderna's third boost, third dose boosts antibodies. You know, this is such a big deal, the antibodies, because there's so much uh, uh, there's so much research about how uh, the antibodies uh, are uh, very um, non-effective against Omicron because of the uh, somewhere around 32 mutations to the tip of the spike protein. So let's see what we have here. Uh, third dose of Moderna increased antibodies level. Woo! Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Increased antibody levels. The 50 microgram booster dose, uh, which is half of the dose used for the primary immunization, saw a 37-fold increase in neutralizing antibodies. The company also tested the 100-gram uh, microgram dose, which increased antibody levels 83-fold. You know what they should do is just do the full dose then. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, the results add to which I believe you can request. I believe if you mention uh, that uh, to a pharmacist that you have underlying health issues and you'd like the full dose uh i'm not sure if they give you a three-quarter dose or a full dose but but you can you can request the larger dose um you know 
I hear that that makes the uh, the 5G service a lot better. Mm. Good coffee. All right. So uh, the results add to a growing body of evidence that the three shots will be needed to neutralize Omicron. Right. Okay. Reassuring. Blah, blah, blah. blah. You know, with, with Pfizer, they're telling us that uh, you're, you're still likely to get it. You're <laughs> the Omicron. Uh, you're just likely to avoid severe disease. And uh, which is important, you know. Uh, nobody wants severe disease. And, uh, and of course, uh, you're more likely to be asymptomatic or, um, uh, anyway, um, what's it called? Asymptomatic or, uh, or, um, have, have mild symptoms. Uh, this is uh, what we've been hearing with, with Pfizer. So we know, uh, Elizabeth Warren and Cory Booker ended up getting COVID. We saw that. Uh, Hawkman says, gives us a little more clarity here. Look at this. Neutralizing antibodies to prevent infection and binding antibodies to make you not sick. Well, that's an interesting bottom line. Uh, let's see here. Opsar. Mm. <laughs> uh, all right, Nvidia. Why is no one talking about it? I think a lot of people talk about Nvidia. We talk about Nvidia too. We love Nvidia. Anyway, let's see here. Omicron fears ignite market sell-off. Hmm. Let's see here. Property stocks tumble. China backs. Well, that's pretty similar to what we've seen. Okay. Let's see here. Let's get back in here. I want to see how some of the recovery stocks are doing let's take a look at like the carnivals of the world all right let's see here so carnival cruise lines is that's definitely not carnival cruise lines <laughs> they ain't at 31 dollars. there we go 1780 see also not as bad as what we saw when the pre-market uh open pre i mean everything's red but pre-market was uh a lot more painful than what we're seeing right now uh, the first, uh, the first minutes there in pre-market. Woo! Nice little discount sale uh, down to seventeen eighteen in the uh, pre-market there. Uh, now sitting at seventeen eighty. Palantir, Palantir sitting at eighteen fifty-two. So it's the solar companies getting beat up the most right now. Of course, uh, really is is everything getting beat up. Arc G though, not doing too bad. Uh, only down about 1.89%, or sorry, that's RK, only down 1.89%, RG down about 2.09%. So, let's see here. Hmm. Yeah, broad broad bit of pain here. What's what's a not painful here? Okay, Occugen, Moderna, Zoom, this makes sense. Look at that, AMC, as everything else sells off, uh, you've got the momentum mover, Moving out. Oh, look at that. It's almost like the, the traders woke up right here, right? Like the traders wake up right at six o'clock and then it's like, all right, boys and girls, let's get to work. <laughs> look at that volume that all of a sudden came out. I mean, you had, uh, you had maybe a thousand shares trading a minute, thousand to 3000 shares on average trading. And, and now all of a sudden you're between 20,000 and 43,000. So, ooh, look at that. That's uh, some juice going right into AMC there. <laughs> um, all right. 
So there's AMC up about 1.72% here. Moderna up 8%. Nice. Teladoc 0.7. Blue Apron for ordering from home up half percent. Ocugen up 11. Probably some Ocu news. Uh, we'll go ahead and find out. Let's see what we got from Ocugen. All right. Let's see here. Uh, in the meantime, I suppose we could take a look or listen. No, Jim Cramer's on commercial. Well, fine then. Fine. No problem. Then we'll just talk. Uh, anyway, uh, these are the times that there are a lot. There's a lot of stress in the markets. A lot of folks get really uh, nervous about our portfolio, and oh my gosh, portfolio is going down. It's always important to remember that. There's a coupon code for the Psychology of Money link down below <laughs> that expires uh, Christmas Day, at, uh, the evening of Christmas Day, but uh, and the price goes up as it usually does. But anyway, uh, you know, one of the things that we regularly talk about in the in the course member live streams is uh, how there are periods of time you can really build a portfolio, and there are periods of time you should be watching your portfolio and not really doing anything. And those two different periods of times are one when there's uh, little going on or euphoria. Uh, those are times that usually call for patience and waiting. Uh, and when there's fear, those are the times for portfolio building. You know, folks always wonder, oh, how do you how do you get the full return when we have these crazy runs? And uh, the way to do that is in investing when there's fear. Remember, your risk goes down when there's fear. And I think that frequently gets forgotten in the stock market, mostly because it's so common to, to feel safe with the herd. And when stocks are going up, you feel safer. When the reality is you should feel safer when stock prices are going down because it is now becoming uh, safer to invest because you have relatively less to go down. I think it's a wonderful thing. Anyway, uh, Ocugen doesn't exactly indicate a particular reason other than the Moderna news. So I think Ocugen is just sympathizing here with Moderna, but I don't see a particular news headline for Ocugen. Mm -hmm. But we do know that big tech slips as equity traders turn risk averse. Growth seems set to disappoint as Omicron angst widens. And of course, the stimulus plan fails which we already talked quite a bit about the stimulus plan. If you haven't yet watched the beginning of this video, watch the beginning of this video about relatively how big the uh, stimulus is compared to, for example, unemployment. I think it's a big, big, good comparison. Uh, all right, let's see here. <laughs> oh, somebody wants to know what my shirt says. Oh, uh, this, this says Wealthfront. <laughs> Shout out to Wealthfront. Robo advisor. Uh, do I have a wealthfront.com? Let's see. Can you go to wealthfront.com slash meet Kevin? Uh, no, I don't think so. Wealthfront.com slash meet Kevin. Now I kind of want to try it. Oh, darn. Okay, whatever. It doesn't matter. They're cool. We have a special link for them somewhere else. But I don't have that right now. Anyway. Uh, okay, so <laughs> solar sharks are really the ones uh, showing the pain here. And I think this is uh, you're, you're going to see some pain in the 
energy space specifically because of expectations that the Build Back Better plan was going to pass, which have now essentially been rug pulled. So you've got uh, this now over 10% sell-off here in Sunrun. Uh, plug power down 6.5%. Uh, solar array tech right here down 50. Boy, they've just sold off like crazy. Uh, these folks make the uh, the aluminum and, and steel component racks for solar panels that can sort of rotate uh, over time with, uh, with with the direction of the sun. It's pretty cool. Uh, let's see here. Even Enphase down 4.8%. Lucid down 4.7%. Robinhood again right back to 18 it Seems to be the floor for Robinhood right around 18 We did briefly on Friday sell past 18 though. Down to like 17, 13 or something crazy like that. Cloudflare also seems like it hits a bottom right around. It, you know, it is really interesting to see these regular bottoms. Uh, and we just continue to see these. So I'll write down a little bit more of this. So let's see, Cloudflare. So I found that. They seem to bottom around 129. We seem to get Enphase lately. Has been hitting that 180 and hood 18 seems to be pretty strong. Matterport, I haven't seen really go into the 20s yet. So I'd say probably somewhere around 21 to 22. Matterport, 21 to 22, somewhere around there. Let's take a look at uh, audio is always clipping, says someone. Really? Oh, that's odd. I don't think so. <laughs> Is anyone else having that issue with audio clipping? Uh, but anyway, let's uh, I'll see what y'all say. But let's hop on over here for a moment. Let's look at crypto. So let's see here on crypto. We got uh, some red as well. Mm, everyone else says audio is fine. Maybe hit refresh. Thank you for that quick feedback. Uh, anyway, crypto here. Look at this. 45,700 on BTC. Ethereum. Just under 3,800. Some of the uh, runners this week's uh, week uh, so far selling down a little bit as well. Polkadot, Avalanche, Terra Luna. Uh, you've got uh, Cardano, Solana selling off a little bit today. So, so definitely some opportunities to go shopping if you wanted to increase your crypto portfolio. Let's go to BTC over here. Let's hit on the 30-minute here. So look at this, folks. Uh, we, we are stretching... It's almost like we've got a new support level here that we keep seeing some bouncing off of. And, uh, okay, Weeble, you're very wrong. <laughs> Where are we? There we go. We'll just go with the 30-minute. All right. So it almost feels like 45.5 is sort of like a little pit stop stopping ground. Just looking at the 30-minute of where we are now, and uh, where we were on the 17th and where we hit on the 13th. Let's see if we can back up a little bit. Uh, Weeble's not going to make this too easy for us. We'll go to the day chart. All right, let's see what we have. Weeble just wants to lag out today. I think that's what's happening. <laughs> okay, never mind. <laughs> we won't go to the day chart. We'll try that later. Uh, but anyway, a uh, little bit of a pit stop there at 45, 45.5. Uh, uh, Next big support, really, if, if we continue to stay under the uh, 48 and 47 levels, 47.6 levels, next big support's potentially under 40. 
uh, around 37k. So a lot of folks have been eyeing a potential break under 40k. And uh, last week we got some enthusiasm towards the end of the week that potentially we were going to break above it, stay above that uh, 48k level, but uh, definitely have seen a little bit of a U-turn, unfortunately, back down. And a lot of it comes as we get this broader risk-off sell-off. Here we are in the channels for Ethereum. So Ethereum still respecting its channels uh, with a 37. Look at that. Yeah, I mean, occasionally you get these draws through here, but otherwise you've you've really been a well-behaved crypto here. <laughs> uh, sitting sitting in that channel, just like you're supposed to. BTC not not quite following that uh, right now. We're, we're, we've been breaking under it quite a bit. But again, uh, 45.5 seems to be a little temporary stopping ground. Unless we get liquidations. See, this is a, this is what a liquidation sell-off looks like right here. Uh, this is more of, uh, unfortunately, a, a, a FUD, a, a FUD sell-off. Fear, uncertainty, and doubt. Which, remember, fear, uncertainty, and doubt, uh, they're always, uh, I always think it's funny when, when people, you know, like last year, it was always popular to say, oh, something's fake news. Ah, uh, fake news, as if something was a lie. Now it seems like, you know, just reporting the news, you get a bunch of people who will just leave comments like, oh, it's just third. It's just third. Uh, as if that's like a way to discredit something. When the reality is, news can create fear, uncertainty, and doubt. So it's kind of like, yes, it does create FUD. But it's also true. <laughs> uh, anyway. We'll, we'll see how, I uh, wonder if uh, we've got an update on COVID cases in the United Kingdom. Uh, also worth watching different parts of South Africa, which is something that's also very interesting that within South Africa, you've got different cities. Oh, okay, 129. Okay, well, that's not as big of a jump. The United Kingdom went from 121 cases to about 130 cases. Not as big of a jump we've seen in prior days where we've gone from like 80-something to uh, the 120s. But anyway, watching the different uh, sort of looking in the, looking at the cities within South Africa, uh, very interesting to see different rates of hospitalizations and cases. If you look at uh, South Africa more broadly, it, it looks, uh, uh, Omicron looks a lot more benign. Uh, but it's also worth noting that in a lot of the big cities, Almost everyone has had exposure to COVID or, or has been vaccinated, mostly had exposure to COVID. So you've got a lot of uh, T-cell uh, response coming to uh, individuals uh, to help prevent that severe disease. We don't have as much uh, natural protection against COVID in America as we do in, uh, in South Africa. Yeah, so uh, there's definitely a large percentage of folks who may have not gotten vaccinated and never been exposed to COVID. And so that's where some researchers are a little bit worried about how Omicron might uh, might spread in the United States. There's probably another reason you're getting a little bit of a fear sell-off as well, uh, The this, sorts of, this sort of research. Anyway, let's uh, prep to get the bell. And I'm very curious to see how the market's going to open today. Are we going to rally on this open or, uh, or are we going straight to the toilet? Let's see. Here we go. Look here, obviously back some time, but as multiples go, I don't know. You know, you have a better sense for the current business than I do, Jim. I think the business is very strong. This thing's been football, private equity. All right. Come on, let's get that bell. Bell coming up now. They have not explained to us. Well, of course, the deal's done, but what the hell? Why are they doing this? Uh, we like Oracle 
as a, a very good technology company that involves information tech. I don't get this. Oh, by the way, David, this yeah. is a this is a uh, oh. This is a Oh, that is like, oh man, it's all turning red. Look, all the little green boxes that were, <laughs> were like turning red. There we go. What is that? That's a solid 95% red day. Ooh, and it's going down, down we go. Oh, oh snap. Uh, this is the S&P right here, uh, rotating down. Worth uh, worth noting that if you look at the the day chart on the S&P 500, you really have what looks like a double top forming here, which uh, let me just make that very simple. Bad. T, like noob TA, double top, bad. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> yeah, look, look at that draw down there on the S&P. Oh, 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 we got a green candle. Oh, did we just get algorithmic selling into the, the beginning of the day and, and all of a sudden a uh, a rotation. Let's see what's happening on individuals. Uh, ooh, Tesla. Ooh, Tesla. Nine oh went down to nine oh five. Now, uh, now at nine oh eight. Oh, juicy. Sunrun is uh, down ten point five percent. Argo blockchain. Ooh, eleven point six. Solana right into the open here. Actually, tiny little bit of green there right into the open. Let's see here. End phase. Tiny little bit of green, but still sub 180 here. Uh, that's a deal and a half right there. Uh, looks like Robinhood's actually recovering to the upside. Wow. And open door to the upside. Oh, look at that volatility index up 18%, folks. Look at that pain. Those are the times to buy. You get big needles over there. There goes AMC. Had a little red candle right at the open, but nope, can't keep those retail investors back. We're going. Uh, all right, let's see here. I don't think this is loaded properly. Come on, Weeble, what you doing? Okay. Yeah, no, <laughs> that page definitely hasn't because Intelli is down like 4%. Uh, there we go. Yeah. Okay, there we go. So what's green? Well, volatility. It was really hilarious. Yesterday, I went to sleep, and right before I went to sleep, I looked at futures, and uh, futures were super red. And uh, I showed Jack, I go, look, Jack. And he looks at it and he goes, ooh, you just lost a lot of money. <laughs> uh, and uh, and then he's like, except that one. That one's green. And he points to the volatility. <laughs> Oh man. <laughs> uh anyway, AMC uh seems to be running a little bit. We're almost at 4% here, which is consistent with with that run that we saw right at the beginning here in pre-market that folks were getting excited about waking up and trading AMC. So we're seeing a little bit of that uh push over here on AMC. Uh anyway, looking towards the downside, uh, Sheep, wow, Sheep under 30 now, uh sitting at 28, SunPower, SunRun, these guys selling off, the crypto companies selling off. DQ selling down, back holding. Look at that. Right back down to where it used to be. It used to sit around 880 before the momentum spike. And uh, uh yeah, you um look at that. You've got uh you're basically right there. I mean, look at the chart that you had. I I just I can't get over looking at at how crazy these charts can be. 
But this is just pure what pure momentum looks like. And unfortunately, people get suckered into these momentum runs uh, of, oh, my gosh, it's just going to keep going. It's the best company in the world. And it's like, no, it's it's just the stock market playing. Yeah, uh, it's it's wild. Uh, it's really, really incredible. So Matterport, ooh, Matterport down about five and a half percent. Yeah, sitting at uh, 2158 here. Mm. A firm back at 93. Uh, let's see here. That whole Consumer Financial Protection Bureau letter is such a nothing burger. Such a good opportunity to pick up a firm. Neo, after Neo Day goes lower. 28.7. But this was expected. We were expecting Neo Day wasn't going to be something that, unfortunately, with the broader market would, would make much of a difference for Neo because Neo has been trading a lot more off of uh, China growth concerns than it has been off of uh, individual company catalysts. I still think the company's great. Uh, it's just important to know that if you're if you're in Neo, it's it's not a, uh, um, you know, folks aren't looking at individual product announcements over Neo. They're looking at the Chinese consumer. And what Evergrande is doing to him. Oh, look at that. Tesla for a brief moment there fell under 900. Fell to 898. Oh, man. You know, a little bit of a U-turn there. AMC sitting at 4%. All right. Let's see here. Let's go take a peek at good old headlines here. <laughs> Brett says Shift has as much cash as uh as their market cap is is that true let's see here shift tech let's look at the stock uh shift stock is sitting at a 255 million dollar market cap if we go to shift investor relations that's quite interesting let's get their last quarterly results for 21 and 10q this came out in November, November 12th, so which would probably be as of September 30th. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Oh, my gosh. Look at that, folks. Cash and cash equivalents, $247 million. And the market cap, uh, and this was as of September, right? And the market cap of shift is at 255. I mean, you're basically almost just buying pure cash. It's it's like you're not even paying for a company anymore. Uh, that's incredible. Uh, now, of course, it, 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 you can't consider book value that way because you'd have to pull off uh, liabilities. But still, uh, that's incredible. That's crazy. All right. SoFi. Let's take a peek at SoFi. Ooh. Ooh, SoFi rising a little bit. Somebody's suggesting here that City just came out with a $20 price target. Hmm. Somebody else saying here uh, that they are 100% cash. I don't know how you could be 100% cash in this market. Like this is this is, uh, this is where you should be buying. I mean, I, I don't know what kind of red carpet invitation you're waiting for. <laughs> Uh, all right, let's see here. Invite. Oh gosh, ouch. So what's interesting is this comes right after Kathy Wood's letter about how 
how uh, the genomic companies and some of her favorites are in deep value territory. She didn't say deep effing value. She may as well have. But despite saying they're in deep value territory, the market does not seem to care. And Vitae now down 7.75%, uh, at least, you know, the next day. So we're talking the short term here. Uh, CRISPR Therapeutics down another 5.4%. Oh, my goodness. Intelli is down 4.8%. There's Roblox under 100 again. We know Kathy keeps going shopping for Roblox around these levels. EXPI around $30, $33, not bad. Mm. Yeah, things I'd be shopping for right now if I didn't blow pretty much all my money last week. Uh, although we're not too far off of prices last week. I mean, AMC is having a nice little momentum run right now. We keep adding a percent every few minutes sitting at almost 5% right now. But uh, things, you know, I personally, I like to stay away from the solar panel manufacturers uh, or installers. I like to stick with uh, the, the classic Enphase, be picking up some of these Ults, Solana, uh, Avalanche, Polkadot on a little bit of a dip. But uh, the therapeutics, unfortunately, they, they could potentially have a little bit more to go. Uh, Roblox had also... I don't know if I'm convinced yet that we've hit a bottom on Roblox. EXPI seems to bounce off a 32 pretty regularly. Uh, we keep falling on uh, on Neo as well, which is kind of sad. Uh, Lucid Lucid really does seem to keep bouncing off a 38, 36 to 38 as well. Ooh, Airbnb. Do we have an opportunity on Airbnb yet? Airbnb. Uh, Airbnb is running again. I mean, we only went down to about 151. I... I Really have been looking for Airbnb to try to get to about that 139 support level. That's what I've been hunting for. Yeah, market does seem to be recovering a little bit right now. So there'd be an opportunity to do some shopping. Uh, Tesla went down to 898 and is now back to about 909. So we're getting some green coming in here. This is very similar to the movement that we saw on Friday. On Friday, we saw... The, the market turned quite red within the first few minutes. And then uh, after turning red, we, uh, oh, well, then again, look at the spy there. That is crazy weird drop just in this last minute. See, we turned red. Then we started recovering. Now all of a sudden, this, this is looking gross. What happened there to the spy? That was, look at that power selling that just came in here. Uh, DocuSign again, though, consistently bouncing off that floor. NVIDIA, 274. Uh, ooh, wow. Yeah, the SPY, uh, SPY all of a sudden getting hit pretty hard there. I'm not sure what just happened in the last, like, two minutes here. But the market seems like in the last two minutes, it just took a little bit of a, a, little bit of a special form of a beating. Uh, yeah, look at that. Backed holding continuing to get smoked here. Hmm. That's going over to Tesla here. Uh, not as bad of a move over here. Enphase still uh, up from where it was this morning. Apple also had that move this morning. Ooh, Microsoft. Nice rotation down here. $10. Mr. Malik wants to know if you're planning to buy a residential property in the next 10, 9 to 12 months. It sounds to me like you need to be in the course. 
Uh, we talk about this kind of stuff and strategies all the freaking time. Um, you know, I mean, short answer is I, I would never squander a good red day. And, and to me, it looks like we've got ourselves a good red day. And that's the short answer. All right. But yeah, these, these are the kinds of things we can go deeper in on the course member live streams, uh, strategies. Uh, and of course, in the uh, in the lectures, which you get lifetime access to with those programs down below. And these the, the lectures really help, when, especially when the market is red like this. It's so critical. Uh, you know, it's it's so much more than just buy sell alerts. It's it's really changing our mindset. And uh, you should be feeling ex like you want to get to the point where you're feeling excited about markets like this. Uh, these are the opportunities. This is when the money is made. Anyway, uh, so Moderna pulled back. SPY just had a little bit of a weird sell-off. SoFi is actually green now, possibly with that, maybe that price target upgrade somebody had mentioned. And the S&P had a weird little spike down here. Yeah, you know, larger, larger sell-off. That must have been some form of an institutional sell-off here. But beyond that, uh, it seems to be recovering again. Hmm. Big volume on hood, says someone. Let's take a peek here. Hmm. Yeah, Robin Hood at 1866 right now. Redfin trying to rotate up again. Oh, it be is. Let's see. Red, yeah, there's Redfin. Let's see. Here's Neo. Neo hit a low about 28.55. Seems to be popping off of that. AXPI getting off that 33 level again. Lemonade. Lemonade really seems to have hit its bottom around 40 as well. I, I recommend right now in this market writing down bottoms for particular stocks that, that you uh, watch or like. Like uh, SoFi Lemonade DocuSign. Lemonade 40. DocuSign 140. SoFi 14. We, we haven't, even though we've continued to see these red days over and over and over again, we haven't really breached some of these lower levels uh, with the exception of, of maybe brief, brief 10, 15 minute periods on like SoFi. But beyond that, Cloudflare 129, Enphase 180, Hood 18, Matterport uh, 21 to 22. These, these are decent levels that we regularly have been bouncing off of. And to me, they reiterate that there's only so much this market is willing to sell down, uh, which is good. Uh, to me, that that creates confidence that even though we're having more and more of these red days in a row, you're having different stocks selling down more broadly. Yeah, but, but they're bouncing off of floors. I really think Tesla 900 is one of them, but it's I think it's a little too soon to test that. Uh, Solana just bounced about $3. A little bit of a bounce there on Solana. Dogecoin, Dogecoin has just been stuck in that 16 to 19 category here. Let's see. Take a look here. Let's go to the hour. Yeah, look at it. Just sit here. Right here, 1626 is the support line that I have for it. And it's just sitting in this channel. Kramer? Not really? Let's just say. Percent of the stock. What has it done? It has not raised their multiple. This is going to be a multiple raising event. Uh, Larry Ellison is so we, we don't talk enough about smart. Uh, somebody in the comments is saying, I don't I don't imagine Jim Kramer would be what looks like in the studio if he tested positive for COVID. Some somebody said that. <laughs> I, I, I don't know about that. 
Uh, Piton looking cheap with that acquisition of Precore is what you're talking about. Precore. Precore is great. Uh, yeah, Piton. I think they've, let me see, have they been kind of hitting a floor too? I think so. Yeah, look at that. They've kind of been dragging along the anchor over here around that. It almost looks like 40 level. Yeah, I'd say so. Right around 40, a little bit of a floor. I mean, I know it extended down within a day to about 36, but right down Piton 40 as well. Seems like you're hitting a little bit of a, of a floor there. Mm. Kramer has a check Twitter. Okay, well, let's do it. <laughs> uh, we'll uh, go to Twitter. I don't really like Twitter, but we'll do it. Uh, let's go to Kramer. Kramer, Kramer, Kramer. All right, what do we got here? Uh, sample control. Oh, that's interesting. Yes, I have it. Oh, that is very interesting. Abbott Labs test, eh? Huh. All right. The line to get tested for COVID wraps around the entire building. It's on Wall Street. Oh, my gosh. Yikes. All right. Oh, look who's on. Hold on a second. Can you tell me what your competitors are doing right here? Well, look, my job's not to run my competitors, it's to run AMC. And what we did, uh, starting in April of 2020, when the pandemic forced us to close all thousand of our theaters worldwide in a week, and we lost 99.9% .9 of our revenues in a week, uh, we started raising money. And between equity that we raised and debt that we raised and concessions that we got, from our lenders and our landlords and even our employees sacrificed. I furloughed myself back in 2020. Uh, AMC raised more than $5 billion. Uh, and it was the raising of that cash that put us in a position to weather this horrible pandemic. We did end the second quarter of this year with $2 billion of cash. That's the biggest war chest that AMC's ever had in our all right uh, Adam Aaron mostly talking about here raising uh raising money on uh on AMC right now it's very interesting that if you look at the chart here on AMC trades it's almost like people were running AMC when they heard that Adam Aaron was uh was was hopping on CNBC I have seen this kind of rally and sell-off before where you get folks rallying in uh, to AMC only to sell it off right as as uh, somebody like Adam Aaron goes on to uh, onto CNBC. So not uncommon. Miss Manners, Hoddle Goog. I mean, IMO, that's a yes, not financial advice. Crypto climbing, says Josh. Okay, let's take a look at that. Yeah, look at that. That's a nice little recovery here. Nice. Look at that. Bouncing right off that 45.5. Moving up. This is where we were talking uh, just uh, on open about potentially having another floor, uh, a, a soft floor, one that we don't have drawn, but sort of a we'll call it an invisible floor. Hmm. Let's uh, hop on over to Spy here. 
Uh-huh. Ooh. Spy down 1.5% here. Okay. Let's look at the indices here. CNBC. Oracle to buy radical. All right, what do we got here? So we got Dow Jones 1.74, S&P 1.53, NASDAQ 1.54, Russell's down the most 2.21. Zoom. Did Zoom start falling? Let's see here. Oh, yeah, look at that. Zoom started rotating down. Incredible. Uh, SoFi is now red as well. NVIDIA has been recovering. These are just opportunities to build your portfolio. Quality companies, though, super important. The uh, more speculative companies are going to have the largest sell-offs, the largest pain continue, unfortunately. Uh, Lemonade, 44 End phase 181. You're you're having trouble really bouncing off though, off some of these lower levels. See, this is what you're getting today. You're getting a lot of this, a lot of this kind of pain. We're getting the run, but then the fall. Brit, shout out to Brit. Thank you so much. Brit just became a course member. Welcome aboard. Great to have you. And, and, and then on top of that, you donate five dollars as well. That's amazing. Well, thank you for that. So, hmm. Okay, let's look at some headlines here and see what's really driving the market beyond what our expectations already are, which is uh, the uh, sell-off after the Joe Manchin rug pull on big fat stimulus. Watch the beginning of this video just to uh, get that perspective of how big that stimulus really is compared to uh, even unemployment. Very interesting. AMC just went red on, uh, on the back of uh, AMC Adam Aaron's talk here. Not a surprise, though. I, I really think that folks were buying into this one leading up to uh, the CNBC talk. Stocks drop amid low volume. Treasuries advance. Yeah, so treasuries are so critical to watch. And they they really, in my opinion, are sending this huge signal, folks, that inflation is not here to stay. I know how wild it feels to say that, but... And, and I, I know I sound like a broken record because honestly, it's been it's been right about a year since I started talking about inflation. Uh, last year, around this time, I started talking about we're going to have a lot of inflation clickbait in 2021. Nobody believed me. <laughs> and 2021 has become defined with inflation. Uh, but anyway, despite this, the bond market is telling us pretty dang clearly that uh, it's uh, inflation is is not the big risk going forward. That potentially we have a little bit more of a risk of uh, uh, of, of almost recession with how much the uh, yield curve is flattening between the ten and the two. Uh, but we'll see. Well, now now the two is starting to rotate down, so we'll see. We shall see. All right. What else? Uh, headlines. Yes. Let's see. Financial Times. See if we got anything out of the United Kingdom. All right. So, yes. Low tenure also means low growth. Uh, good for tech, too, is what you wrote. Yeah. So one of the things that happens is when we go into a slower growth kind of economy, uh, markets start looking for growth at any cost. 
and that is frequently tech. Uh, let's see here. All right. So let's see here. Chile election. Uh, uh, we talked about the Moderna uh, booster. All right, let's see here. Joe Manchin, we've already talked about. No. All right, let's jump on over to BBC. Let's see what we got here. Okay. BBC. Hmm. No particular, you know, Joe Manchin and, and Omni have really been the top stories that we were regularly seeing here. Mm -hmm. Stocks, oil prices. Okay, we already saw this. Yeah. Otherwise, not a lot of uh, uh, varied news here. Mostly uh, Joe Manchin and uh, Omicron. Uh, and yeah, I see the talks here about inflation. We did talk about that as well. Yes, yes, not having a $2 trillion stimulus package reduces pressure on inflation and potentially uh, the market's view that uh, it, inflation might be much more under control. The problem is you're, you're in this environment where what if the market was pricing in the Build Back Better plan? The Federal Reserve responds by suggesting we're going to have three rate increases in 2022. But then all of a sudden we get rug pulled on, on the $2 trillion package. Is the Fed potentially being too aggressive with three rate increases now? Big question. If it's true that the Fed is being too aggressive now with three rate increases, you potentially have uh, an upside rally in the event that uh, uh, the Fed U-turns, although we don't expect uh, the Fed to really announce uh, that kind of U-turn. Uh, and we won't get another summary of economic projections until March, I believe. Uh, which uh, which is quite a while, but uh, anyway, uh, yeah, let's see. Hmm. Ironnet, Vinco, all of a sudden moving a little bit here. AT and T, one point six four, still twenty four dollars. Uh, Carnival Cruise, um, this is shocking. Carnival Cruise Lines, folks, going positive on a day like today. Odd. Eighteen forty eight. Carnival Cruise Lines goes positive. So does SoFi. This is so similar to what we saw on Friday. Pain at the beginning, only to be followed by uh, a quick and dramatic recovery. Uh, I, I guess, I mean, I, I shouldn't say too dramatic because it's, it's slowly recovering. But, uh, you know, SunPower and some of the Solar Edge, some of these guys were down uh, much more aggressively uh, earlier. It's slowly starting to rotate off this couple percent off the bottom. Yeah, let's see here. Sheeb, Electromechanica. Wow, $2.39 for Electromechanica. There was another one of those that, that people just went nuts on. Along with Arkhamoto. Oh, there's Xping. Another 4% down on Xping. Enphase recovering a little midgen. Hmm. Neo, JP Morgan. Okay, yeah. 
looking at individuals again, I want to look again at uh, testing these floors. So testing the floors, yeah, lemonades off that 40, which we have it written down as a floor. DocuSign, see DocuSign keeps going up. We're getting off that floor. So fine, getting off that floor. How about beyond? Uh, beyond, I've got a floor written at 62 to 65. It's above that. Cloudflare, 29. It's at 133. Enphase, 180. It's at 181.5. Hood, 18. It's at 18.55. Matterport, 21-ish. It's at 22. And Piton, 40. It's at 41.2. Oh, did CCL just report? Oh, that. Oh, that's right. Uh, I thought they were going to be after the bell, but you, you're right. They're they're pre-market. Let's take a peek at Carnival. That could give us an idea. Let's see what the news was on Carnival. Okay, Carnival misses estimates. That's interesting because it's also going green right now. But that's uh, that's how you can't bet on earnings. All right. So what do we get? Carnival comes in with a Q4 loss per share of $2.31, adjusted net loss of $2 billion for the fourth quarter of 2021, ended with $9.4 billion of liquidity, lost $1.96 billion in adjusted, uh, and uh, the loss expected was $1.65. So that's, uh, that's a chunk more of a loss than expected. If we do the quick math, 1.96 divided by the expectation is... About 19% more loss than expected. Average cash burn per quarter, 510 million. 510 million, that, that gives them a lot of quarters to survive with $9 billion. It's not bad. Uh, average cash burn was better than expected. Yeah, that's probably why they're going up. Is uh, Even though occupancy missed and uh, profitability missed, their cash burn is a big calculation for these because a lot of companies, a lot of investment companies are just looking at how long do we have until, you know, um, uh, Carnival Cruise Lines goes bankrupt. <laughs> how long can we ride the ship until they go bankrupt? And uh, now they're up 2% back over uh, the 1860. You know, that's another floor that we hit. Write that down. I'm going to write down about 1780 for Carnival Cruise Lines. 1780 hit that floor a lot. I don't know if we've actually hit the floors yet on Square or PayPal, though. Let me see here. Yeah, it's tough to say. Maybe, maybe we're there now. Oh, what's what's the breaking news? You awaiting, and awaiting is the key word. Awaiting the November release of leading economic indicators. We're expecting a number in the zip code of up one percent. Last month, our final read for... All right, we'll, we'll, we'll wait on those until they actually get some numbers. See, PayPal, look at that, bouncing off that 180. You can almost call that a floor. A lot of floors. The more I see these floors, especially on days where fear continues, it's like you keep getting bad news. Oh, Build Back Better is going to get canned. Oh, Omicron worsening or whatever. You keep getting more and more bad news, but you keep getting these bottoms, uh, which is good. You, like you're just not, even though you're getting more and more bad news, you're not breaking past uh, the bottoms, uh, which is good. I don't know if Google's really hit one yet. No, Google hasn't yet. Google could potentially still still move here. 
Yeah, but I do like tracking these bottoms a lot because they, they give you, in my opinion, they, they create some form of confidence in uh, in buying the dupe. Uh, NVIDIA. I don't know that we've really seen NVIDIA go under 270 in this latest drama. Uh, Roku's really holding on to that 236 now. So that was a steal and a half when we bought it last week. Which keep in mind, if you want all of my buy-sell alerts, check out the Stocks and Psychology of Money program link down below. There's a, a coupon code available, and the price goes up at the end of the day on Christmas. You can also bundle up with the other programs, like the uh, Path to Building Your Wealth. That's a new program that comes out towards the end of January. Uh, price goes up uh, substantially after the pre-sale. And, uh, and then, of course, you can bundle up with the real estate programs. Got uh, got another property under escrow. I got I to make some videos on the new properties, but I've been buying real estate as well. So pretty excited about uh, that. Nice, nice wedge deals. Looking for those below market value opportunities as usual. So, okay, anything else? Uh, SoFi up almost to 15 here. Good moves off the bottom. Seeing any others that have potentially gone near bottoms here. Etsy uh, really bouncing around that 220 level, which is a relatively high bottom uh, if, if uh, that is deemed one for Etsy. Still waiting for Airbnb to try to get closer to that air, uh, IPO pricing in the 130s. Haven't really seen that yet. Arc now recovering, looks like. Yeah, ish, 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 ish. Apple under 170 again for Apple. Slower bleed here from some of these highs. Yeah, there you go. You're getting that U-turn here. Mm -hmm. TDOC, uh, Wish, Affirm. Affirm regularly after that Consumer Financial Protection Bureau uh, piece, regularly bouncing off of this support line, which what's so crazy is we wrote this support line way back like i don't know four months ago or something like that yeah in august we made this support line in august at 90 92 and now we're bouncing off of that as a floor i'm gonna write that down as a floor so let's go affirm 92 that's incredible that's juicy does palantir have a floor yet that's a good question Palantir, where do we sit here? Kind of, kind of right around that 18 level. Similar to Robinhood, but also starting to drag along the floor there. You know, it's going to be bad. You, you know the market's going dirty if everything starts breaking through the floors. That's when you know you have an issue. But we, we have not seen any news really hold these stocks under their floors the ones that have already created floors. Some of them haven't created floors yet. Like I don't really think Adobe's hit a floor yet. Yeah, no. But that's fine. Yeah. Let let the things adjust. Let them adjust. Let them come down. Has Pinterest hit a floor? Maybe. Somewhere around 35 for pins. Kind of dragging along the floor there. All right, how's BTC? A little bit of recovery there to get back over 46, but otherwise uh, rotating back down a little bit. Try Ethereum. 
Ethereum bouncing off that 37. Look, that's almost a perfect bounce on the one-minute chart off of our 37.64 line, just like the bounce that we had earlier this morning. These lines are solid. I mean, every single day we're looking at these lines, and it's just like, yep, bouncing off the lines again, bouncing off the lines again. <laughs> oh, it's pretty incredible. These floors have basements, maybe in in uh, in liquidations, and and you know you know when you break floors, <laughs> it's pretty juicy. I don't think that Matterport has hit ten floors. <laughs> I don't think so. I think uh, this is uh, you you can't call any of these floors really uh, until recently. We've started building something over here. Uh, but but this this rotation down, I mean, this was a lot of this was metaverse momentum. And I mean, it was ridiculous when it ran up to 37, just utterly ridiculous. You know, we, we don't actually have solid drawn support levels until, you know, the 17, 15 to 17 range. But a lot of this metaverse hype here, I'm glad more people know about the stock, but it's just ludicrous to think that uh, some of that that was uh, going to stay around. That's why I also sold while uh, some of it while the world was running. You know, in hindsight, I was like, oh, I should have sold because I, I sold like Etsy, for example, at 280. It's at uh, 220 now. And uh, I've recently started buying back. Like, I mean, it was like 213 or 215, been buying it back. And uh, I always look back and I'm like, ah, oh, th those are the moments should have just sold, should have just sold everything, right? It's, it's so easy to think that in hindsight because the, the suspicion was right uh, that we were going to go into a dirty time. But, uh, Sometimes you can have that intuition and, and you don't have that the full swing follow through. Uh, but that's okay. You know, uh, lowered my cost basis a chunk. And uh, uh, yeah, uh, or, or it gives you a, an opportunity to buy in lower. Some, I think my cost basis on Etsy is close, way, way, close, way down to like the 130s, 120s or something averaged in. But uh, still, I mean, if you're at 280, you sell some and then you rebuy a 220. What you're really doing is is you're increasing technically you're increasing your cost basis but what you're doing is you're picking up more shares at at a lower price at a lower high price uh, so you're expanding how many shares you have this is why i hate people looking at cost basis all the time because you could literally have a cost basis of 130 have let's say a thousand shares just really not going to do the math on this uh it runs up to 280 you sell a couple hundred shares, drops to 220, you buy 400 shares. Well, now that 130 cost basis has technically gone up, even though you took some profit out and, and now you have more shares. <laughs> so like cost basis is like the most toxic thing. And so so when people ask like, oh, well, what's your cost basis? Who cares? Who freaking cares? Who you care about cost basis? Uh, you're not really an investor in my opinion. Uh, like it's it, because because what you're doing is you're trying to convince yourself not to buy uh, when when your your good stocks are are having discounts, but those are higher price discounts. It's kind of like you know some people they'll they'll like they'll buy thirty thousand forty thousand dollars of Tesla, and then they let it sit there for years just to show off like an ultra low cost basis. It's like I cannot believe you have missed out on buying more Tesla because you don't want to increase your cost basis. Like that is the definition of, of dumb. Uh, it, but whatever, whatever people on their cost basis, you know, it's, it's like, it's like having fancy clothes. They, they want to look good, but it's not much underneath. It's, it's silly. Um, anyway, let's see what Tesla is. 
Tesla. Ooh, 908. All right, enough ranting. I could do more ranting, but I don't want to. We have, uh, let's look at the broader market here. CNBC. All right. So the indices is pretty much uh, as red as they've been. Uh, Donald Trump filing a lawsuit. It's not a surprise. Uh, okay. It's just like, is Donald Trump filing a lawsuit? Well, is the Pope Catholic? Okay. 1.3. So a tiny little bit move back up on the 10 there. Uh, looks like the two is still heading down, which is good. That would be more natural. Oh, yeah. Two opened sharply lower this morning. Anyway. Okay. Cool. I think that does it. Thanks so much, folks. Uh, take your cost basis and shove it. <laughs> Thanks so much for watching.